0: Hello there and welcome to the how to market your horse business podcast. My name is Denise Alvarez and I'm so glad you're joining me here today. Now just in case we are new friends, I will briefly introduce myself and my business so you can understand who it is that's talking to you and then we will jump into today's topic which is all about email marketing. As I said, my name is Denise and through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I get to help dream chasing horse business owners like yourself to see clearly through the marketing overwhelm and to create a cohesive plan for your social media, your website, and your email marketing so that you can turn your online audience, those followers, those website visitors into your customers. I do that through Take the Reins, my one-on-one coaching program, as well as through website design and website copywriting, and here on the podcast. And I do each of these things because I want to help you to be out doing what you love to do, whether it's out in the barn, out in the arena, out in the pasture, behind the camera, wherever it is that you are in the horse industry, I want to help you do more of that, right? So especially here on this podcast, you can expect a mix of step-by-step strategies, basic how-tos, and entrepreneurial mindset shifts that will help you to not only see what's possible for your horse business, but to guide you through that process so you can make it happen. Now, as I mentioned, today we are talking about email marketing, and in case you're wondering why... I honestly believe with my whole heart that email marketing is the key to long-term sustainability for your horse business. Social media is a great tool for connection. It will always be changing and you don't own it. So your access to people changes, right? And your website is an important part of the strategy as well, but they may leave your website and not come back if they're not ready to buy yet. And that is where your email list comes into play. It stands in the gap between that initial awareness and when they become a buyer and when they continue to buy for you. Your email marketing strategy is your relationship builder where you get to really nurture that relationship in a more personal way while making sales inside of your list, right? you own your list, you own that access. And the people on there have said, yes, I want to hear from you. And that is a beautiful thing, right? That's why I'm so passionate about it. And I'm so passionate about equipping equestrian entrepreneurs to really make the most of this email marketing tool that I really believe is for everybody, whether you're a one person show or a 20 person show, or of course there are equestrian businesses that have hundreds of employees and they are using email marketing because it works, right? Now here's the thing. I am not telling you that this is a quick cash method from the get-go. It is going to be an investment of your time and your resources to get it going, but it's necessary and it will pay off again in the long run. And so that's why today on the podcast, I want to share with you a live training that I recently hosted online, where I shared specifically three ways that email lists are completely underrated by equestrian entrepreneurs. Now before I hit play on that replay, I do have two requests for you today. All right. Number one, I am asking you to keep an open mind. I know that for some of you, when you hear the words email marketing, you're not exactly excited, right? So please don't discount it because of your fears that may be surrounding email marketing. Instead, I want you to keep an open mind about what's possible. And remember that when it comes to time, if you want to make something happen, you can do that. We all have the same 24 hours, right? So it's just a matter of priority. So keep an open mind when it comes to what you're hearing today, because you may very well decide at the end of this conversation that email marketing actually is for you. Which brings me to the second request that I have. So number one, I want you to keep an open mind. Number two, I want to encourage you to play the long game. Keep your end goal in mind as you are listening as well. Maybe right now you're focused on your one-to-one services, but you have plans long-term for a group program. Maybe you have plans long-term for an online membership, or you want to host an event at your facility, or you want to host an online workshop, or perhaps you want to sell items online and have your own online tax shop or a gear place where people can order from you. Or maybe you just need to think about retirement and what that might look like here's the thing for all of those items that I just mentioned, when you have an active and engaged email list, it can really be the game changer to making each of those things happen. And the time to do that is now keeping that angle in mind and building your list right now. Okay. So keep those two things in mind as you listen. And then if you're saying, Denise, I'm there, I just need a jump start, then I do want to let you know about a free resource that I have available for you. It is the beginner's guide to email marketing for horse businesses. And you can grab that at stormlily.com/slash email guide or you can head to the show notes for this episode, which is number 111. So just go to stormlily.com slash 111 for episode 111. And I will have a link there in the show notes as well for you. Okay. All right. So now that you've got your open mind, you've got the end game in mind. Here is your replay three ways that email lists are completely underrated by equestrian entrepreneurs. Let's talk about why we're even talking about email marketing. As I said, I know for many of you, the first thought might be, Denise, I am—I just don't have time. I'm already doing all the things, right? I'm wearing so many hats. I'm a one-person show. I don't see how it's possible, which we will talk about. And even if I thought it was possible, I don't know what to say in my emails. It sounds hard to come up with what's gonna, what I'm gonna put in there, right? I'm already having a hard time with social media. Now I have to think about email marketing content. Or maybe it feels expensive to you, which good news, I have a free platform for you to use. It's not mine, but I do love it. Um, and so I recommend it because it's it's just such a great, easy and intuitive platform. But here's the key. I really believe, and I think that you will by the end of our time together, that email marketing is the key to long-term sustainability for your horse business, right? Email is the key to long-term sustainability for your horse business. Here's what I mean. Perhaps in the future, you're thinking, I want to offer online workshops. I want to do clinics online or in person. I want to do virtual lessons. I want to host events. I want to come up with a new offer and sell it, right? Whatever that offer might be. As a business, you're going to be coming up with offers. You're going to want to sell it. And email marketing is a key way that you can do that in a sustainable way, right? Because you own your list. That's one of the reasons it's sustainable is because you're not going to lose it. No platform is going to shut down and take it away from you. You own your list. You have access, direct access to your people, right? Regardless if you're a one-person show, regardless if you're a dressage trainer or a writing trainer or you provide lessons or you provide a massage service, uh, whatever it is that you are doing in the equine industry, email marketing is key. So let's look. Let's look deeper. What are these three ways that I'm telling you that emails are underrated by equestrian entrepreneurs. Don't worry, I've got some stats for you, okay? First of all, you're underestimating your views and what is possible, right? I'm gonna say what's possible over and over in our time today because I want you to see what's possible when you really take a hold of email marketing for your business. So let's talk about views. All right, many times what I hear from people is that I would rather rely on social media than email. I feel a little bit more comfortable on social media. I feel like it's working for me, right? Let's talk about some of those stats and the numbers of people that are seeing your content on social media. So organically, that means without paying for it, you are probably getting about 3% reach organically on your posts. What does that mean? It means that of your followers, on average, 3% of your followers are actually seeing your content. So think about this in terms of numbers, right? If you have a 1,000 followers, that means on average, your post, your reel, your carousel post, your stories is being shown to 30 followers. Now, of course, that's an average number, but you can imagine that if you think about all the people that you follow and all the businesses that you follow and all the content that they are putting out there, I mean, if you follow hundreds of businesses and you spend 15 minutes scrolling your Instagram or your Facebook feed, you're not seeing everything that they put out there, right? So that's how organic views work. Now, I am not bashing social media as a marketing strategy. We will talk next week about social media more in depth. I think it's a great place for connections. But I do believe that when it comes to marketing your horse business, it should not be the only place that you are selling, okay? should not be the only place that you are serving either. So 3%, okay, when it comes to social media. Now again, think about you have about 1,000 followers. If you have 30,000, even if you have 30,000, right, your 3% is still a small percentage of those 30,000 people. Now let's turn it around and look at email stats when you look at open rates, which is the percentage of people that open your emails, the low average for email open rates is 20%. That's a huge difference, right? Now that's the average. I have an email marketing client that sends weekly emails and she is 50% on the regular. 50% of the people on her list are opening her emails. Now. You can look at stats in all different ways, right? And I know that if you are somebody that keeps up with marketing, you know that open rates, they're not 100% science and always accurate, but it gives you a very good idea of how you're landing in the inboxes and who's opening your emails. Now, I have another client who's regularly 40%. So again, let's look at that 1,000 number because it's easy to do the math on and we don't wanna have to think too hard about the numbers. So a 1,000 followers, 3% is 30 of people opening that email, that's 200 people. 50% is 500 people. So just think about that. One email versus one post, 500 people, 30 people. That's a huge, huge difference, right? And that's why I believe that people are underestimating what's possible with email marketing because you don't have to have this huge list in order to see an impact. And the beautiful thing is, Email users, people that are actually in their emails that give their email address and check their email, they are checking their email every day. The stats are honestly that 99% of email users check their email every single day, some as often as 20 times per day. And believe it or not, this stat actually surprised me because we often hear people opening up their phone and the first thing they do is jump on social media. Well now, this may vary by age, But 58% of users are said to check their email before they check social media. It's the first thing they do in the day, right? So again, the possibilities and the opportunity are there for you in your horse business because there are people in their email all the time, and you're much more likely to get opened in their inbox than you are to be seen on their social media feed organically. Okay, The second way that equestrian entrepreneurs are underestimating and underrating what is possible with email marketing is sales. It converts. Email marketing converts better than social media on average. When you look at the stats, people who buy products that are marketed through email actually spend 138% more than those who do not get email offers. So people that ask for your emails are more likely to buy from you than people who start following you on social media. That doesn't mean your followers are never going to buy. So please hear me. I am not bashing social media. I am saying email marketing should be a component that works in hand with your social media. Hello, I'm live right now with you on Instagram and Facebook, okay? I'm not anti-social media. I think it's a great tool. Also, think that email marketing is a key tool for marketing your horse business online. Okay, now again, some of you may say, but Denise, I think social media converts better. I just, I have that gut feeling, or I feel like it, right? Um, Believe it or not, the average order value of an email is actually three times higher than that of social media. So, meaning, somebody posted on social media about their product or service that's for sale, and they sent an email, the average order, the average total of someone who buys is very likely to be higher when it was sent via social media. I'm sorry, via email. When they got that email, they're more likely to spend more money than when they saw it on social media. Well, obviously, that comes back to trust, right? If you're thinking, well, how's that possible? Well, we've talked about, if we're new friends, you will hear me say this often, that people buy from who they know, like, and trust. Now, I have seen some people saying, "Well, that's not true. I buy where I get the best value." But for many of you, and for most of you, most of my clients, you are not just providing a value based service. You are providing a service that's above and beyond, right? you're not it's not a you're not competing just on the dollar. So in that case, people are making their buying decisions based on who they trust is going to get them the result that they want, right? And so therefore, If they trust you more, they're giving you their email address. If you're showing up in their inbox, you are building that trust. And that is what is helping you to convert more people. Because in their inbox, you've gotten past the barrier, right? There's a barrier when people give their email address that they're actually letting down a little bit. And they're saying, okay, I trust you with my email address. I trust you're going to send me content that I value, that's helpful to me. And by building that trust and putting that trust in you, they're eventually probably going to buy from you, okay? So the second way that email lists are being underrated by equestrian entrepreneurs is a possibility for sales. Well, that's funny. I put do not disturb, but a phone call still came through. Okay, good, so sorry, friends. Um, All right, so third, lifetime customer value, okay? I know it's a bit of marketing jargon, so just hang with me. I'm gonna get you through it. It's super easy. So lifetime customer value is the average value that someone comes on your email list. So we're talking in particular about lifetime customer value of your email list, okay? They join your list and then how long they stay and how much they spend with you or the value that they bring to your company's bottom line, that is the lifetime customer value, okay? So that's what we're talking about here. You don't have to know your number. I just want you to understand that when somebody gets on your email list, they have a much higher chance of having a higher lifetime customer value. Because again, it goes back to that trust, right? If they stay on your list and you are serving up regular content, and yes, selling too, When it comes time to sell, they are gonna be more likely to buy, right? And if they're your right people, which we've talked about this week in some of our live trainings, if they're your right people, they're gonna stay on your list. I don't know if you've heard of this, but there's a concept in the marketing world called 1,000 True Fans. And there's a book, I have not read it, I've just read the premise, but the idea is you don't need thousands of people in your business for the most part, right? It depends on what your business is, okay? I understand that. But for many of you who are providing a service, you're in a service-based business, you are not needing thousands of people to jump on board in your first month, right? You don't even need a 1,000 that first month. You need a 100, you need 20, right? So why am I telling you that? I want you to focus on getting the people that are going to have a great lifetime customer value on your email list, okay? Getting those right people because when they join and they become your true fans, then when you send that email that says you have a new offer, right? You have a new service that you're providing. You have a new event that you're hosting at your facility. You have a clinic that you're putting on. Um, whatever the offer is that you might come up with, those customers, those true fans that are on your email list and open your emails and click on your emails, those are the people that are going to help you build that sustainable business that we talked about. Sustainable means it's not just one and done, right? You have confidence that you have a list you can email and it's going to help you make sales. And that is the beauty, right? And some of you, maybe you do have a highly engaged social media profile. I hope you do. And I think that is wonderful. But what I want you to think about is, is there a guarantee that that's gonna be there tomorrow? No, there's not. Because we have seen plenty of accounts get hacked or shut down, or for the, the account to shut down, for the admin to have problems getting into their profile, whatever the case may be, right? Those are not guarantees. And so think about how your email list can be a great insurance for that, even if you have a solid social media profile and a page or a group, wherever it is that you're serving people, right? Email marketing is that next step in a relationship. And again, it gives you that insurance that you have a list of people who are there who are ready to buy from you. All right, so friends, we have talked about three things. We've talked about the views, and how you get more views when you use emails. We've talked about sales and how emails convert better, and we've talked about lifetime value. So given that, I would love to know if you're watching the replay or you're watching live, jump into the comments and tell me if you have, give me a hands up, right, or a thumbs up. Denise, I hear you, I'm convinced. I'm not super convinced I can do it myself, but I'm convinced email marketing is possible, and it sounds like it might be right for me and my horse business. So raise a hand or put a thumbs up, let me know what you're thinking about that. And then I want to tell you what your next steps are, okay? And don't worry. Your next step is not to buy something. This is not moving into uh, a sales pitch automatically, right? So don't worry. That's not what that is. I want to help you. My goal is for you to walk away and have a tactical, actionable step, okay? So I have two steps for you. Number one, I want you to write down your commitment to yourself, Okay? Write down your commitment, what's that gonna be? It does not have to be a weekly email, so don't be afraid of that. If you're like, Denise, I, I hear you, but I don't know what to put in there, especially weekly. It doesn't have to be. I see lots of successful equine entrepreneurs that are doing monthly emails that are really building connections and it's helping to build their business. So that is possible, okay? So make your commitment, and then the next thing I want you to do is sign up for an email marketing service provider, okay? They are not overwhelming, I promise, okay? The ones I'm gonna tell you to use, or uh, the one, actually. Many people sign up with MailChimp because it's most common, and I do like MailChimp um, overall. It has some great functionality. It is not as easy to move around in for a beginner. I'll just tell you that. So if you are saying, I want the easiest, uh, simplest, right now, as of time of this training, I am recommending my clients to use Lite because it is super intuitive. Their free version has so many great options for you that when you're just getting started, you don't have to spend any other money. You can jump in. They have landing pages, which is just a page that you can use to send people to sign up for your email When you're until you're ready to dive deeper and get forms embedded on your website. You can just do that, do the simple version. So step one is to make your commitment. Step two is to sign up for that email service provider because you need a place to start sending those email addresses safely, because here's the thing, what I don't want you to do is walk away from this training and then go start um, mass emailing everybody from your Outlook or your Gmail or Yahoo account, whatever it is that you're doing, right? I don't want you to open an email and start carbon copying all your customers or blind carbon copying, right? That's a sure way to get marked as spam. And then also you're not going to have long-term benefits from that. That's not, <laughs> that's also not sustainable. That's a lot of work having to go in and type those in, um, people, you can land in their spam folders, right? Their, their inbox is going to say, oh, this person's trying to email 50 people at a time. I don't think that's legit and they're going to block you. So do not do that. That's why my first step for you, or my second step after you make your commitment, my second step is for you to go sign up for MailerLite. So I do have a super easy link, stormlily.com slash MailerLite. It's just like it sounds, M-A-I-L-E-R-L-I-T-E for Lite. uh go there and get signed up. You are gonna, it's gonna guide you through the steps, okay? So again, it's super intuitive. And by doing that, you're again, cementing that commitment to yourself and your business that you're gonna give this a try, okay? Now, okay, you're like, now what, Denise? I signed up, what do I do next? I know that the two hurdles that I hear most often from people are number one, how do I go about building my email list? And number two, what do I say in my emails? And that is what I teach you inside of Take the Reins. So those are some big questions. And if you listen to the podcast, I have absolutely shared different ideas along the way. You can go check out How to Market Your Horse Business podcast at any time for free on any of your favorite podcast players. But inside of Take the Reins, my one-to-one coaching program We do that together, so I help you to create that lead magnet, that valuable freebie that's gonna entice people to get on your list, entice the right people to get on your list, and we lay out the content, right, and I help you get that set up so that it's delivered. People sign up, it's automatically delivered, shows up in their inbox. We walk through those steps together, okay? And then as far as what to say, we do that as well, right? Inside of Take the Reins, I will help you to set up the template so that you know what to say every month or every week, whatever it is you decide. We create a calendar of content and you're gonna walk away feeling confident that you are are selling well and that you are serving well inside of your emails, okay? So that, my friends, is what we do inside of Take the Reins, my one-to-one coaching program. We dedicate two of our 90-minute one-on-one intensive sessions to this process because I believe it's so important for you in creating that sustainable horse business. Now, in case this is the first time you've heard me mention Take the Reins, it is my personalized one-to-one coaching program for equestrian entrepreneurs who want to create that cohesive social media website and email marketing strategy, and we do that together in three months' time. So you walk away with a customized marketing plan that you are equipped to implement on your own. You have confidence that you're marketing to the right people and doing the right things to build your sustainable horse business. So friends, if you, on live or listening to the replay, are an equestrian entrepreneur who has a vision for your business, you know where you want to go, you just need a leg up to get you there and to get that marketing in line with those goals so that you have a system that is working well for you, then you are who I design take the reins for, and I would love to invite you to apply. All right, friends, that is all I have for you today. I hope that you are now reconsidering or maybe considering for the first time how email marketing can be a really big piece to your marketing strategy and your marketing mix, right? It's not the only thing that you're going to do, but it is going to be a big part of it moving forward in your horse business because you've got that long-term end goal in mind, right? Now, again, if you have not yet gone to grab that free guide that I have put together for you, I invite you to do so. Just head over to stormnilly.com slash email guide, and it is the beginner's guide to email marketing for your horse business. I'm going to kind of walk you through the steps of what it just looks like to get started and how to put together your plan, right? And if you want to go deeper than that, if you'd like to work with me on a one-to-one basis to really get your strategy in place, then I would invite you to apply for Take the Reins and let's see if it's a right fit for you. So just head over to stormlily.com slash reigns and learn more about my coaching program. And of course, I have got the highlights from today's conversation. This replay that I've played for you here, I've broken down the important notes and messages and put it into the show notes. So if you head over to stormlily.com slash one eleven one one one, just put the numbers there, you will get straight to the show notes for this episode as well. All right. Friends, I'm so grateful you are here. Thank you for trusting me to guide you along this process as you put together your marketing strategy or as you sharpen your marketing acts for your equestrian business, all right? I am cheering for you, and I look forward to seeing you again here on the podcast. Have an amazing day.